Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It's happening. Lionel Messi is signed for Inter Miami. But what can the Argentinian superstar expect in a 305? We spoke with three different experts to find out. My name is Sam Verrata and welcome to the 433 Podcast. Transfer specialist Fabrizio Romano was the first journalist to report Lionel Messi's transfer to Miami. I asked Fabrizio how Miami pulled it off. Here's Fabrizio Romano on how the club sealed the deal. Inter Miami have been simply perfect in the strategy to sign Leo Messi. They decided to be different uh, compared to the other clubs interested in Leo Messi. And already when in September, in October last year, they approached Messi to tell him about the idea to bring him to the MLS. Uh, Inter Miami were very quiet. Uh, it was like, we are prepared to do something big on and off the pitch together with you, including some big commercial deals. But take your time. No rush. This is what Inter Miami told uh, Leo Messi. And Messi in December was close to extending the contact with Paris Saint-Germain. That was really, uh, really close. Verbally agreed. Then everything changed after the Champions League campaign for Paris Saint-Germain, after the games with Bayern. And what happened is that Messi communicated to PSG that he was not going to extend the contract and he got an incredible proposal from Saudi. It was more than 400 million euros per season for two years, almost 1 billion euros, the biggest salary bid ever in football, but also the opportunity to return to Barcelona because Barcelona tried to approach Leo Messi, but it was impossible for Barca due to financial fair play problems to offer any guarantee to Leo Messi. And so this is where Inter Miami have been perfect. They decided to tell Leo Messi, take your time. If it's not going to be this year, it could be next year, summer 24, 25. No worries. We are here waiting for you. We just want you at Inter Miami one day to build something on and off the pitch. So Messi signed a three-year deal with Inter Miami with an exit clause for every single season. So he will have the opportunity to control his future. Officially, it's a three-year deal, but he will have the full control on the future seasons. And it's also important to say that this deal will include commercial opportunities, big commercial opportunities for Leo Messi himself, for Inter Miami and for the World League. This transfer will change the history of MLS in terms of football, of course, by signing one of the best players in the history, but also in terms of marketing, in terms of commercial strategy and this is going to be very very huge all right that's how inter miami pulled it off but what kind of club is this and how do its fans view the arrival of messi daniel granada is an inter miami season ticket holder and the founder of bettered herons a fan podcast about the club i scheduled a call with daniel and asked him to describe inter miami to someone who's never been to the club here's daniel on inter miami's club culture 
small, new, but passionate. Uh, we have uh, a couple supporters groups, Vice City being the biggest one. For being a, a small and relatively new fan base, I think we travel pretty well. We are very South American influenced. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of our supporters and our fan base are from South America. So they're bringing that South American um, culture to the team as far as the fan base goes. Actually, you don't hear any songs or chants in any language other than Spanish. Mm. So all the chants in the stadium are in Spanish, um, which has, which some people don't like, but that that's basically that the culture that we have is very Latin influenced. We're very Latin influenced overall as a club. So what was the reception like among fans uh, when Messi announced that he would sign for Inter Miami? I know there were already rumors flying around, but he could also go to Saudi Arabia or even Barcelona. What was the reception like among fans when it became clear? Okay, Messi is coming to Miami. Disbelief. Uh, and I, I think it was very hard to believe because, like I said, we're such a young franchise. And it's something that we've been hearing since 2019. Mm. In 2019, when he decided to go to PSG or the 2020, we go, I mean, the rumors had already started that, you know, this was in the works and he was going to come. And we knew that he had two homes here. We know that Argentina is building their training facility before the World Cup here in Miami. So it, it, it felt like this was a real possibility. But because we've been getting teased with it so much over the last three, four years, everybody kind of got tired of it, honestly. We were tired of hearing about Messi. I have a podcast, uh, and we refused for over the last five months before this <laughs> happened to, to bring up his name. We said we're not going to talk about Messi anymore because it became kind of tiring because you kept hearing it. And at some point, you want to focus it on the team at hand because if you keep thinking about maybe one day we'll get messy and we start suffering because of it, you know, it it, it, it sucks. <laughs> because this season, we are probably, well, we have been one of the worst teams in MLS. Yeah. But it's because we sacrificed our best player last year in hopes of getting messy. Mm -hmm. We had Bosuelo, which was a former MVP in the league, and we didn't resign him because he wanted a big contract and we needed that dp spot and that big contract for when messi was available so mm. everybody understood okay we're letting him go because we're hoping to get messi but when we kept losing games everybody started getting frustrated because if messi doesn't come then we just threw away this whole season for no reason mm. so it, it it became very frustrating for the fan base waiting for messi and hearing all these rumors for so long that we just got we, we wanted him to either show up or already say that he's not coming. But we just wanted to be done with it. Obviously, we're happy that he's coming, but we just wanted this whole back and forth, he's coming, he's not coming to be over. Mm. And when it was finally over, you know, when it became clear, okay, he is coming, are you all, guys all excited now? Or are you scared the club is going to change a whole lot? What's the what's the sentiment among the fans? No, everybody is excited. We we understand that it's going to change, but we are, we are thrilled. Every, everybody's thrilled to have... I mean, it's it's messy. Like anybody, he could have gone to Man City, and and people in Man City would have been crazy, even though they already won Champions League. But they still would have been happy. Like it's still messy. True. So everybody's extremely excited. Yeah. You already mentioned that the season, current season, is not going that well. You already gave a little bit of an explanation. But can you tell me uh, what's been going on at Inter Miami? Why are they at the bottom of the league? Why have they lost so many games this season so far? All right. So we we knew we were going to suffer offensively because. We were doing poorly offensively last year, 
And then we brought in Pozuelo, like I told you. He was a former MVP winner back in 2020 with Toronto FC. And we brought him in last year. And he completely changed the offense around, the team around. We had Gonzalo Higuain on the team. And he was doing very poorly because he had nobody giving him service. He didn't have a proper 10 playing behind him. Once Pozuelo came in, he completely unlocked Higuain. And Higuain ended up scoring like 12 goals in the last 14 games of the season. He went on a tear. And we knew that once we lost Pozuelo, we were going to start suffering offensively again. We just didn't realize how bad it would be. Hmm. Now, the worst part was that the engine to our midfield, Gregory, which is a Brazilian uh, center defensive midfielder, he was a cog in our defense. And he also helped distribute and start to play up and connect the back line to the forwards. He got injured in the third game of the season. Once he went down, the midfield fell apart. And and our offense was still not good. And then after Gregory went down, our second best midfielder, which is John Mota, he also went down with an injury. So our two best midfielders went down with season-ending injuries on top of the fact that our offense was already struggling. So once those two guys got injured, I mean, things just spiraled out of control. We started the season 2-0. and We won the first two games. And then Gregory went down the third game. We lost that game, and things just, they just like I said, they just spiraled out of control. So it's been a lot of injuries, uh, the fact that the offense just wasn't good. And, um, and a lot of people were questioning Phil Neville and his, um, his tactics. We were playing a lot of just going up the wings and, and crossing it in, hoping that somebody could connect with the header or, or, or some magic would happen, and it just wasn't working out. Um, but... That, that I think, all in all, injuries were, were the biggest reason that we've been suffering so much. Now, Messi is brought in. Busquets are also coming. Other players are linked with Inter Miami as well. Do you think they'll have an immediate impact in the team during this season still? Or do you think it will uh, have to wait for a big impact until the next season when they can have like a full preparation and stuff? Or do you expect an immediate impact? Uh, I, I expect an immediate improvement. We have a lot of good young kids that are coming out from the academy that are getting a lot of playing time. And I think they've showed promise over the last two games. They've looked like they've been developing well. Um, I, I think the thing is, when you come to the MLS, it's a big, um, there's definitely an adaption that needs to take place because the travel alone is, is something that people in Europe are not accustomed to. Mm. Because, I mean, for the most part, Italy can be the size of maybe just Florida, or I mean, Italy's a little larger, but it's the the travel in this country. You could be playing in Miami and then have to travel to Seattle, which is like going from I don't know, London to I don't know uh, Ukraine. It's it's mm-hmm. a very long travel for just a regular season game, and then travel back to Miami for the next game. So it takes a lot of adjustments. And I watched Pirlo come here. I watched David Vija come here. I watched Frank Lampert come here. And they've all taken a while to adjust. So I do think there's going to be an adjustment period. But with that being said, I do think they can make an immediate impact just because of the class of players that, that are coming. I mean, like, it's not just a regular, you know, hazard. Like, it, it's, it's messy. I would assume that Messi could make a, an immediate impact because our defense is pretty good. All we need is a little more creativity on the offense. Mm. So I, I do think if he can help with that creativity, kind of like Pozuelo did when he showed up in August last year, 
uh, we weren't looking like we were going to make the playoffs last year. And Pozuelo came in and all of a sudden went on a tear. And I think Leo Messi could also do something similar. Mm. So I, I do expect a – and most fans expect an impact this year. But everybody understands that the big that the big run starts next year for sure. Yeah, yeah. So you have a season ticket. You're a season ticket holder. Mm. What what's that like from a fan's perspective? Because I can imagine it's also nice if your club has like a, a feel that you can be close to the players and that um, that everything feels um, like a family, maybe even. And now that yes. might be changing. Yeah, that, that was the, the nice thing about Inter Miami is that it was a very intimate franchise where we tailgate before the games right, right next to the facility, so the training facility. So you would see the players walk right by us. You know, we'd clap our hands, they'd clap back as they were walking to the training facility. The media room used to be tiny. You used to see five to seven people out there asking questions. Now, security's everywhere. Um, we used to see the players walk from the training facility to the stadium since they're right next to each other. And now they're jumping on a bus and taking a 30-second drive from the <laughs> training center to the stadium so that they can stay away from the fans. So definitely in the last couple of weeks, big changes. And it, it was just uh, it was a lot of freedom to, to walk around the, the park and stuff. And now it, it's going to be completely different. Um, there are a lot more security at the games. Before parking, you just put up your phone. It could be a screenshot and you could just go in and, and park your car anywhere. The last two games, they've been scanning everybody's parking. Like things are completely different. On top of the fact that the pricing has already gone up a lot for for game tickets. You're you're used to going to games with your regular uh, group of friends, probably, and now all of a sudden there are gonna be a lot more people who are, might not even be Inter Miami fans, but they're Messi fans. So. In all, in all honesty, how do you view this? Do you think it's good for the club that these people are coming, means more money for the club and stuff like that? Or do you feel like it's a bit off? Oh, give me an honest opinion on this. So when we when we started having these conversations again back in November, December, and I remember uh, on our show we would have a lot of people, because um, we do it live, and then they, add, they talk on the chat mm. with us, and a lot of people were saying that they don't like That there's going to be a lot of messy bandwagon fans yeah. joining. They don't want to see Barcelona jerseys and Argentina jerseys at the at the stadium. Yeah. Me personally, I I would always say I don't care. Mm. I don't care because that stadium, although our attendance isn't bad, I I would love to see the as the stadium get full because mm. Miami is a very um, event town. Like I, I don't know how familiar you are with with American sports, but here. We have teams like the Miami Heat and the Miami Marlins basketball and, and baseball, for example. And unless the team is good, the stadiums don't really fill up. Mm. We haven't been able to sell out consistently Drive Pink Stadium. So I would love to see that stadium consistently full. And yes, I agree that there are going to be bandwagon fans that come to the stadium. I mean, that's just going to happen. But I truly believe that if they come for Messi but they get accustomed to coming and supporting this team and start enjoying the experience and, and the tailgates and, and everything all together, once Messi leaves, they'll stay. So I think it's important to just get them into the stadium. And I think that that's what's going to happen. Although they're going to be coming for Messi, they'll eventually stay for the team. So I am 100% okay with all those bandwagon fans. Now, I hope that those Barcelona and Argentina jerseys eventually turn to black and pink. Yeah. But um, I, I am 100% okay with it because I think if we want to grow as a 
club, we need to get people in one way or another. And I'm okay with that. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's safe to say the stadium will be filled to the brim everywhere Messi goes in the U.S. Carmen Bocan is a football journalist from Florida. She lives very close to the Inter-Miami Stadium. I called her to ask her about the situation regarding the club stadium. Here's Carmen. So the stadium's small. Um, actually, it's uh, really close to my house. I live in a plantation, uh, which is in Broward County. That's where um, the stadium is located right now in Fort Lauderdale. That's why there's a, you know, a divided situation here when they say that Messi's coming to Miami. Everybody here in Broward is saying, no, 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 he's coming to Broward, not Miami-Dade. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's just internal in the yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so the stadium is supposedly um, going to be starting in that process of being built, which gives you the idea that 40000 it's not enough. Uh, it wasn't like a day two of Messi, not even officially announced a signing with Inter-Miami, you know what I mean, officially. Uh, but still, the tickets were sold, home games and away games. So I've been hearing rumors of people thinking that Miami, Inter-Miami and, you know, the... The, the people, the politicians and everything are thinking about moving the games to the Hard Rock. Mm-hmm. This is not, nothing more than just rumors. Uh, it would be amazing because th- this is one of the things that Messi brings to the table, you know. Uh, Inter-Miami games maybe would never have been full, not too many people going to them, and now everyone wants to go. And not only people from Miami or South Florida or Florida in general, but the world, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everybody from Central America, from Mexico, from South America, now they can get the possibility to come and then try to get a ticket to see Messi, which that is going to be a whole new different thing because um, I told my son, he's three years old, I told him like, Messi's going to be playing here in Miami and he said like, let's go and I was like, there's no tickets. <laughs> mm-hmm. I felt so, I, I felt sad by even implying that, hey, it's so exciting, he's going to be here when we're not going to even be able to get a ticket because it's it's impossible to get tickets now. And also Messi's contract, I think that will be very interesting as well. He's getting part of the Apple revenue share and Adidas is involved as well on the deal. Um, what do you know about the kind of deal that um, MLS has prepared for him and how creative they were in constructing it? So the, I think the first important thing is ex- getting exactly what uh, David Beckham got uh, of being able to buy a team himself. But also the idea of him becoming owner of Inter Miami. Uh, he loves Miami. He had always loved Miami. As an Argent, I'm married to an Argentinian, and I know how Argentinians love Miami. 
Um, it's super close to them, you know, figures nine hours. Yes. But it's like the main point to stop for them to go anywhere else. So you feel like you're in Argentina here in Miami. You're able to get everything that you need and you're just a flight away from even Buenos Aires or Barcelona. So that would be um, nice for him and his family, I'm, I'm, I'm quite sure. And then getting the Adidas, um, the Apple, um, according to people signing. Remember, Apple is everywhere worldwide. Let's not limit ourselves to U.S., Like you can be sitting down in a computer in anywhere in Timbuktu and you will be able to log into MLS uh, through Apple. And that is where he's going to bring a lot of people. And I'm, and I'm quite sure they're going to go and follow him. That's the difference between going to Saudi Arabia. If he went there, nobody would be able to watch him play, which is unfortunately what's happening to Cristiano, you know. But coming here to this scenario, he's going to be able to still project himself and, 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 and himself and show and show what he's doing and, and give a, a bigger boost to the league. Lionel Messi in Miami definitely sparks the imagination. I can't wait to see it all unfold. I want to thank Fabrizio Romano, Daniel Granada from Better Tirons, and Carmen Bocquin for their interviews. Thank you for listening to this episode of the 433 Podcast, and stay tuned for the next one.